Hi there, I'm Dr. Paula McDonald, and I welcome you to my podcast, Live Today. It's here that together we'll explore the concept of balance as God designed it to be for us, His children. Balance of the mind, the body, and the spirit. And it's what I've named Theosynthesis. And it's here, waiting for you. Well, hello. I have an important question to ask you. Have you ever been asked point blank why you believe in Christ? Or perhaps the question is, what is it that you believe? Well, these questions have got to be answered. And in this podcast, we're going to aim to help you be prepared to answer the questions that you're asked about Christ with intelligence and thoughtfulness. The verse 1 Peter 3.15 clearly says, Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope you have, but to do this with gentleness and respect. And this verse says specifically, always be prepared, not just some of the time, but always, and also to be prepared. So what does being prepared mean? Well, it means to make ready beforehand for some purpose or some use or activity. Okay, so then how do you prepare to defend your faith? And why do you need to do this? Well, as we all know, times are different today regarding Christianity. We are being silenced, censored, and banned at every turn. Have you noticed an uptick in 2021 like I've never seen in my lifetime? And so the question is then, are you simply going to choose to stay quiet and be compliant? Or will you choose to stand up for your faith and for Christ? The choice is yours. The choice is mine. But we do have to make a choice on this. So I began to explore what defending my faith meant and looked like back in the 1990s. I was introduced to a class called Christian Apologetics. And It intrigued me. First of all, I did not know what the word apologetics meant. And then I learned that it's a Greek word that means apologia, which is actually meaning in defense of. So you're not apologizing for your faith. You're actually learning how to defend it. It doesn't mean that we are weak, sit back on our laurels, Christians. He says, always be prepared. Always be prepared. So that takes action. And so what I have seen is a lot of people like to shy away from this topic, arguing that as a believer, we don't need to defend our faith, but rather we should live out our faith. And while that is super important to live out your faith by your words and your actions and through love, there is a time when logic and and reasoning come into play. I love the Isaiah 118 verse. Come now, let us reason together. And reason is defined as a statement offered in explanation or justification. Therefore, 
There are times when we need to explain or justify why and what we believe as Christians. Maybe you've never really thought about these questions in depth. Now, I believe more than ever, all believers had better be prepared to answer these questions. As biblical beliefs are being challenged and dismissed in record pace, having a solid footing and foundation regarding your faith is so, so essential. So today, I want to share with you some tips on how you can do this in a manner that is easy and not stressful. Remember, you don't need to try and use how you answer this question to convert another person. That's God's job. But of course, you will pray that the seeds that you plant may just help someone enter the kingdom of God. The main purpose, however, is to be able to logically and thoughtfully share what and why you believe as a Christian to others. And remember back to the 1 Peter 3.15. It says, we are to do this with gentleness and respect. And I've had so many conversations with atheists over the years. And what I've noticed from every single one of them is that in deep down, they are they come across as very angry, argumentative, staunch people. I have yet to find an atheist who will simply discuss the topic of God or Jesus in a calm and rational manner. But interestingly, I don't see the opposite of Christians when they openly listen to atheists. And this alone tells me a lot. And if these people have something missing, and we know as believers that that missing piece is God. It's not only the P-I-E-C-E that fits, they're missing the P-E-A-C-E of God. And therefore, it leaves a hole or a God gap in their lives that they are trying to fill with anything other than Him. And trust me, atheism is a faith. And it takes a great deal of faith to believe in God. And I believe it takes a greater deal of faith to deal, to believe that there is no God. So as we know, when we choose to leave God out of our lives, we are spinning our wheels and we're going nowhere really fast. And this leaves people with an emptiness that creates anger and division. <laughs> are we seeing that today? We know the only thing to fill this emptiness is Christ himself. All right, so let's get back to the topic of sharing your faith. How do you prepare to share your why and your what regarding Jesus? Well, just like any other aspect of your life, the more prepared you are, the more effective you will be. One simply doesn't show up and rise through the ranks of work or athletics, or a singing talent, whatever it is, in order to do well at anything, you must practice and put in a, a lot of work to be able to do your job, your sport, your gift or talent in the very best possible manner. The same goes with being able to defend your faith. The more you practice what you say, the better you're going to become at it. 
and easier, it will become easier. So let's break this down. Let's talk about your what and your why for what you believe. So do you know who you believe in? God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? Well, I have, you know, if you've listened to my podcast for a while, you know the teacher in me. I love acronyms. I love things that help me remember tough things that I need to do in the kingdom. So I took the word SHARE and came up with an acronym to help you in this quest of sharing what and why you believe what you believe. So the S is is SHARE. Share your why. Your personal stories, you guys, are your most powerful whys. And other people need to hear them. They're your testimony. And they really do resonate deeply within people. And it doesn't have to be an amazing testimony story. Just share what God's done in your life. People need to hear this good news. The H is for heart. Your heart condition is the most important aspect of why and what you believe. You need to share with an open and kind heart. And this is the best kind of heart condition that you can have. The A stands for to affirm. Affirm why you believe what you believe. The always be prepared to give an answer to those who ask. When you study the word and stay prayed up, you are going to have an affirming confidence that will come out and that needs to resonate with others. The R is for radiate. We are to radiate Christ's light from within us. And you do this by exuding his joy, his love, and his truth in your own life. Bring his light into this dark world. Others desperately need to see this light because We are in a dark, dark world, you guys, and people need to see our light. Shine it brightly. And the E is for enthusiasm. This doesn't mean you have to be a cheerleader, rah, 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 but it, having a great enthusiastic spirit, it's really essential as a believer. If you are not sold out for Christ, others will not likely want to be around you. Be on fire for the Lord, and your enthusiasm will be contagious. Jesus commissioned us in Matthew 28, 19-20, when he said, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Do you understand that all of us who believe in Christ have been given this command? The verse tells us to go. There is no hesitation here. It's not a verse just for pastors, Bible teachers, missionaries, podcasters. Each of us has a job to do with this commission. We are to get busy for the kingdom. We are to go. Speak. Speak up. Stand up. We've got to do it, you guys. And if your heart is not burning to share Jesus 
and what he has done for you in your life, well, then it's time to go get a heart checkup. And you do that with the Father. You fall at his feet and you tell him, I'm ready. And he will fill your cup. And he will empower you with the Holy Spirit into action. And I believe as Christians, and I'm going to speak really boldly here. Some of you are not going to like this, but that's okay. I believe as Christians, we have become passive, soft, and ineffective. And this has happened for a variety of reasons. Many feel they don't want to offend others. And I'm here to tell you, Jesus came and offended many, and so did his disciples. So you better get convicted to offend and contend for the faith of Christ. I need to put that on a t-shirt. Offend and contend. Also, believers have been busy being entertained in church. Now, there's nothing wrong with great music and all of that. But I can tell you in my whole adult life, I have watched our churches change to be more entertainment venues than places where we go to hear the hard truths about Christ. There's been more emphasis on using smoke and special lighting, extreme sound, other than that convicting hard truth that the gospel teaching has because they don't want to offend anyone. And we've actually become very robotic in attending church. We rinse and repeat next week without bearing any fruit for others. So basically, we're taking in what we get from our churches and we leave and we do nothing else with it. And we just come back and we continue to do the same thing over and over and over. And finally, we stay distracted with the things of this world. TV, movies, the internet, social media, gossip, drama, diseases, world news, and on and on and on. And as a result, we've become a fear-mongering, fear-led people who have taken their eyes off of Christ. We stay focused on everything else except for the one who has the answers. And I'm telling you, if this message stings a bit, that is okay. This message should hit you right in your core. Revelation 2.4 is warning the church in Ephesus. They received a very strong message because it had grown cold. And the verse says, you have forsaken your first love. Well, this is a message for us today. Where has our enthusiasm for Christ gone? We have turned into lukewarm churches and lukewarm Christians. And Jesus says he will vomit you out of his mouth for being lukewarm. And that's a pretty strong statement. So now please hear me on this. I am as as guilty as the next person. I was that person who took my children to church, heard a great message, went home, and then went about my life and repeated it all the next week. 
when I was awakened and convicted by the Holy Spirit, there was no going back for me. I was so convicted to my core that I needed to know God's word more intently. And from that moment on, I became an avid student of the Bible. In fact, I couldn't and I still can't get enough of it. And what I have found is the more I dig into his word, the more I truly do crave his word. It fills a part of me unlike anything else. And this is why Jesus said he is the bread of life. His word sustains me, fills me, and satisfies my soul. And if you're thinking, well, it's too late for me to dig into the Bible, you are mistaken. God didn't use Moses until he was 80 years old. But I beg you, don't wait until you're 80 years old. But it's an old excuse that God simply won't accept. If you say, ah, I'm too old. I don't have time. I'm just way too busy. Or I can't understand the Bible. And But remember, when you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you, it's his prompting. You're not doing anything for the kingdom on your own because that would be impossible. And this excuse I hear is, well, I just don't have a great testimony. Let me tell you, we all have stories of what God has done in our lives. And I like to say to people, if you keep saying that, God will give you a great testimony, which most likely means you're going to walk through some fire. And so finally, the excuse of, I don't have time. I'm sorry, guys, but that's lame. I will just say this straight up. That's a lie from the enemy that most have bought into hook, line, and sinker. You know, we each have the same exact seconds, minutes, hours, weeks, months in our, in our days, in our, in our lives. But the issue really boils down to choices. How are you spending your time? What are you reading, watching, listening to? You will need to give up something in order to put God first. This is not rocket science, y'all. And I know some of you are furious probably in hearing this right now. That's okay. We need to get back to the hard facts, and that is time is short. So get busy for the kingdom. He has work for you to do. And this work cannot wait. Are you ready to be sold out for Christ enough to share this with those around you? What are you waiting for? Jesus certainly was sold out for us as he suffered on that horrible cross. So guys, we have zero excuses. I pray that you have been convicted to become an active believer, an active believer. Open your mouth. He will fill it. Go confidently today and tell someone the good news of Christ. And until next time, have you fully lived today? Head to my website, drpaulamcdonald.com and order my book, Theosynthesis. It is loaded with information that I think will get you fired up and ready to go forward to fully live today.
So until next time, many blessings. Hi, stay tuned for my mini podcast, Ask Dr. Paula. It'll be in the last five minutes of the show and a time for me to answer your questions. So to submit a question, simply go to drpaulamcdonald.com and click on contact me. I can't wait to hear from you. What a message today about being on fire for Christ. And on that note, I have people saying all of the time, they don't feel that they're equipped to study the Bible. They just, they don't even know how to get started. And they ask me, hey, Paula, can you help me get started? And I love it when people are vulnerable enough to be honest and transparent. And trust me, I'm still learning every day as I read my Bible. It is an ongoing lifelong journey that is so worth it. But I do have some tips to help you either get started or to enhance your current Bible study. And I created another acronym for a sixth grade Sunday school class that I taught years and years ago. And it's a really easy method for studying the Bible. It's the word clap. So basically, studying the Bible is as easy as clapping your hands. The key here is to take small steps when studying the Bible. You take a single verse or a single chapter. You start small, and by breaking it down into bite-sized amounts, we are then able to digest the word a lot easier. So you get yourself a notebook or a journal, you get along with God, and you pray before you begin His Word in order for it to come alive to you. All right, so clap. Here it is. It's so easy, you guys. C stands for content. Take the verse or chapter and simply bullet point the main content in the passage or passages. The who, what, when, why. Just single words. Don't make it hard. Just bullet point what the content is. Then the L is for learn. List out the main points that you learned from the passage or passages. And these will be in sentence form. And a lot of times what I'll do in my content is I'll circle main learning points. And then that helps me list out what those main learning points are. The A is for application or apply. And as you look over your main points that you learned, Write down ways under each one of those learned items of how you can then apply them to your life. If you haven't learned anything and then apply them to your life, you're missing the point of Bible study. And then finally, the P is to put into action. And this one is hard for most people. It's great that you learned something new and that you know how to apply it, but this last part requires action on your part. Write down specific ways you will put into action what you have learned. These need to be very specific. I am going to blank and make sure you put it down. Put them on note cards and put them where you can see them every day the things that you need to put into action. Reading and studying the Bible is truly as simple as clapping your hands. I hope this method will help you, and I would love to hear from you 
after you give it a try. And this method, it can be easily taught to others and to your children or grandchildren. My only warning is, get ready, because once you begin digging into the Word in a manner like this, you are going to crave more as the Word comes alive to you and it becomes as much a part of your life as breathing. So I can't wait to hear from you. Shoot me your questions or comments by going to drpaulamcdonald.com, click on the Connect tab, and connect with me. I can't wait to hear from you. So until next time, are you fully living today? Thank you for joining me, friends. My prayer for you is that you would seek to live today and every day in balance and in abundant connection with God.